Welcome to Behold, a podcast for women longing to live a life worthy of the call they have received. I'm Christy Horsch, and this is episode 120. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 120 of the Behold podcast. I'm so grateful to be with you here today. Let's get started with a prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Come, Holy Spirit, come and fill our new year. Give us eyes to see, ears to hear, and wisdom to know. Help us to see as you see. Help us to recognize that you cannot be put into a box. You are so much bigger and so much greater than we could ever imagine. And that we don't do you justice when we try to make you fit into our preconceived notions. We ask you to bless all of the women listening to this podcast. Be with them, guide them, show them you and show them themselves through your eyes. Amen. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, amen. Often as women and as mothers, as human beings, we put ourselves and we put others in a box. We make these boxes, we make these boxes. They're boxes of our own making. And while we're living in these boxes, we tend to live small. We say things like, I could never do that. I don't have the time. I don't have the knowledge. I don't have the energy. These thoughts are all the walls of our box. We put ourselves in a box of our own making. We box ourselves in with our circumstances. For example, maybe you want to start exercising. As soon as the idea comes to you, your brain says, you don't have time. Your brain believes what you think. So it will stop trying to figure out a way for you to move forward with your exercise plan. You have put yourself in a box with time as the walls. Instead, when this happens, you can think, but what if I could find the time? And then let your brain answer that question. If I had the time, I would exercise three times a week for 20 minutes by running on my elliptical. When we pose that question, what if the walls of the box weren't here, it's like we've opened the lid and we've peeked out at what's outside the box. We start to dream. Wouldn't it be great if we could get out of this time box and actually do this exercise plan? So then we ask the next question, how could I find the time? And then your brain, because it loves to solve problems, it loves to answer questions, it will go to work on that question. You'll come up with answers like, oh, I could get up 10 minutes earlier, or I could shorten my morning routine by getting things ready the night before, and so on. And as we start to allow ourselves to look outside of the box, we start to see the ways that we can remove the walls that have boxed us in. In other words, practically, recognize you are boxing yourself in. Ask yourself, what if? Really think about that. And then ask yourself, how? and really think about that. Then find the thought that will help you to take that action step to get out of the box. The interesting thing about the human brain is that it likes the box. The box is a safe place and your brain wants to keep you safe. So when you step out of the box, you will step into another box. Now, granted, it will be a bigger box, but still you will be in another box. So let's stick with our exercise example. You step outside of the box. 
you've got this I don't have time box. You step outside of that box. You start working out for 20 minutes three times a week. But then you find yourself thinking, I can't work out any more than this. There's no way I could do more. I don't have time. The box, the new box that we stepped into, it might be bigger than the one we were in before, but we're still keeping ourselves in a box. In this instance, it's still a time box. Or maybe you think you don't have the energy. Whatever you think is stopping you, you use that to build yourself into a box. Now, this doesn't mean that you have to keep going in every area. Maybe you really are happy with your exercise routine being three days a week. Maybe you think that that's great and you don't want to go any further. You could do more, but this is exactly what you want right now. In this case, you're not necessarily boxing yourself in. You can see the other options. You can see what is open to you. You're just choosing to stay here because this is where your desire lies and this is where God is calling you. Another way that we use the box or use boxes is with other people. Like I said, our brain really likes boxes because we also like to categorize things. It's just a way to make things easier on our brain if we can put things in different categories. So we have certain assumptions about other people. For example, maybe you want to ask your friend to go to a retreat that your church is offering, but you think, I'm not going to ask because she's a lot of little kids and she probably won't be able to make it. You just put her into a box. You think she can't get out of that box, so you don't invite her. But what if you let her decide that for herself? She might surprise you and say yes. It might have been the Holy Spirit nudging you to invite her because this is exactly what she needs right now. She might say no, but it may encourage her to know that you care enough to want her to come. It might open the door of her box that she's put herself in. She may have put herself in the I have too many little kids box, but when you invite her, she thinks, wow, my friend thinks I could have all these little kids and go to that retreat. What if she was right? What if I could? Which then leads her to think about it and think about how she could get out of that box. And so then it leads her to take action and maybe even come to the retreat with you. We don't have to see other people in boxes, even the ones they create for themselves. For example, maybe you have a teenager who isn't doing well in math. You can see that they're putting in the effort and they say, I can't try any harder because I'm bad at math. They put themselves in this box. You can see the box, but you can also see beyond it. You can invite them out of the box. You can show them how to live a life where the walls of the box aren't holding them in. And why do we want to live our lives without boxes? Because our brains, like I said, love to categorize, categorize and box things in. But when we do, we take away potential. We say this is for this and for this alone. But this isn't the way that God sees. God sees past, present, and future. God sees beyond the this and this alone. Nothing is impossible for God. With the faith of the faith the size of a mustard seed, we can move mountains. So why are we boxing ourselves in? Why are we seeing his magnificent creation as minuscule compared to its potential? Let us ask the Lord to open our eyes. Open our eyes to the areas that we've boxed ourselves in, to the ways in which we've boxed others in, and especially to the ways that we box God in. God is so big. He's omnipotent and omnipresent. He's the beginning and the end. Our human brains cannot comprehend this. So we try to box God in, contain him, control him, make him fit into our version of God in our head or the vision or our need. But God cannot be contained. 
His love and goodness will overflow any box you try to put him in. The box will be bursting at the seams and your brain will be so confused why that God box over there just won't behave. And it's because God doesn't fit into a box. And as his beloved daughter, the one whom he has given purpose to, the one he has anointed in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, the one that the Holy Spirit lives inside, you don't fit in a box either. And when you recognize that, you'll be one step closer to living your life worthy of the call you have received. I'm Christy Horsch. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you would like more, there is more in Behold. So go to www.beholdyourlife.com to learn more about all the programs that we offer. I will see you again next week. And in the meantime, I will be praying for you. God bless.